There's a difference between having 20 years of experience and having one year of experience and repeating it 20 times, right? MPS. MPS. What's the good news, people? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Get Your Money Right podcast, the podcast where we talk about money like it's everybody's business because I truly believe if we're not good with money, it's because we don't talk about money and this show is designed to change just that. I am your host, Money Misfit, Jamar Dupas. This is episode number 99. And today, today we're talking about the hard truth about hard work. And five things, five areas in our life that we work so hard on that we need to change right now. These are areas that we work hard on that keep us broke. And we're going to break you free of that today on this special episode number 99. Could you believe that we're at 99 episodes, almost to 100? I can't, I cannot believe it. But anyway, if this is your first time tuning in, I'd say welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for being here. I don't know how you found me. But I appreciate you being here. This is a different type of personal finance podcast. We talk about money as it relates to real life, because not only do we want you to get your money, we want you to get your money. We want you to understand how your money works in simple terms so you can do the most with it, you know, so you can go out and live the life that you desire for yourself. And if you want to find out more about what we do and how we do it, head over to our website at yourmoneyright.com. Again, that's your money right.com and sign up to get our best stuff. I promise I won't let you down in that area. But with that being said, let's get on with the show. Now, today's show, uh, it may hurt some people's feelings, right? Um, you know me from time to time. I have the tendency to do that, but it is with a big heart. You know, I come from the best place as far as my intentions are concerned, right? So it may hurt your feelings a little bit uh, because you may be a hard worker, right? But what I want to do is set you free from some of the things that you're working hard on that's not uh, yielding any fruit in your life, right? Or any worthwhile fruit, because that's what we're really here about, right? We're here about not necessarily just working hard but working smart and if you're like me you've grown up and you've heard all your entire life that if you work hard you can achieve anything in your life all you got to do is work hard all you got to do is work hard but I learned a long time ago that hard work alone won't get you there right you can work hard on the wrong things and be in the same place you know, I, as you were 20 years ago, right? I had a mentor of mine tell me one time, he said, there's a difference between having 20 years of experience and having one year of experience and repeating it 20 times, right? And that's what you see a lot of times, especially in our society where people, they've been doing the same thing for 20 years and they're chasing it. They're just, it's like, like the hamster wheel, right? You get on that wheel and that hamster just runs and you run and you're running hard, right? But you're not going nowhere, Right. Just, it, but if you take that hard work, right, if you take that energy and redirect it, 
you can make great strides and great progress. And that's kind of what I want to do today and set free, set you free from those types of things. So it's just a little five areas I just want to talk about uh, that uh, and I could talk about a whole lot more than these just five areas. But I think this will get give you some insight on how to strategically move your energy and work hard in areas that will really give you beneficial fruit. Right. Uh, and because this is a, a financial podcast, this first one uh, is is really close to my heart, right? Because I see a lot of people make assumptions about the show or about my style of teaching or about the way that I tell people to manage money. Uh, they make these assumptions that I want you to go out and I want you to scrimp and I want you to save. And I want you to cut back and I want you to do all these things to get your money right because they've they've heard through the grapevine or through their parents or their uncles or whatnot, that the way to take care of your money is to, you know, not spend it or, you know, cut back or coupon or save or or whatever the case may be. And that leads me to my very first areas that where you're working hard doesn't help. And that's when people work so hard to save so little. Right. And I I I have been in this position. Me and my wife, we've been in this position where we would spend I don't know, hours a week or I don't know how much energy every week trying to save pennies, right? Trying to cut coupons, trying to uh, go to places that give discounts. And we're trying really hard to find something that would save us a few pennies, right? Uh, one example is like with gas, right? You'll see some people that will travel across town to save five cents a gallon on gas, and when you really pull that out, if you got a 10 gallon tank at five cents, you've only saved 50 cents right on a full tank of gas. If you have a 20 gallon tank, right, you've only saved a dollar. Now, I'm not saying that a dollar saved is not worth it. Right. But you think about the energy it takes to think about that, to go and travel across town or put yourself in danger or make a hard U-turn or Crossover street where you ain't supposed to cross up. I've seen a lot of people do crazy things to save a few pennies on some gasoline, right? But when you think about it, you work so hard to save that little bit. But how much of a savings does that give you? What is the real benefit of that, right? Should you be focusing on that or should you be focusing on the areas? Let's say you go to the closest gas station. Maybe you pay 50 cent more for a full tank of gas, but it gets you to your destination quicker, right? It's less that you got to think about. Right. You get to start working on more productive things faster. Those are the things that we're talking about. So a lot of times we would spend so much time and energy trying to save and scrimp and cut back. We really wasn't focusing on the real the big savings. Right. What are some of the big savings that you can work on? Uh, and if you've heard me say this before, if you've been listening to this podcast, that we focus not on the little temporary savings, but we talk about the, the permanent savings. Right. Just a couple examples of permanent savings, things that. Uh, maybe you pay monthly on, right? Say, for instance, your cable bill. If you were paying $150 a month in your cable bill, it may be worth 30 minutes on the phone with your cable company to cut your bill back $50 a month, right? Because $50 a month is a permanent savings every single month, but you did the work one time. Right. Or even better yet, you can use one of these services out here like BillShark.com and these other places that they will actually go do the negotiation on your behalf. You just Call them up, tell them, hey, this is these are my bills. Go go do your thing and they'll save you money. Now they're gonna, you know, you're gonna pay for that privilege, but it's gonna be less than what 
you know, what they saved you. Right. So that's not hard work. That's working smart by having somebody else go and do that for you. One of the things we talk about a lot of times on the show is about credit. Right. I used to be anti credit. I used to listen to the Dave Ramsey's of the world and say, well, you don't need to have a good credit. You don't even have credit. You don't need to have a good credit score. None of that stuff really matters. You can just buy cash for everything. But then I kind of grew up and I start, you know, having things of my own and start realizing that your credit affects more than just borrowing money on a credit card. Right. Uh, but it also but it's student loans. It's your insurances, your home insurance, your car insurance, all these different things are based on your credit score. At least they look at your credit score to determine what they're going to charge you for this stuff, right? Good credit score, you can save a lot of money. So maybe you should focus your energy on increasing your credit score, right? Because if you can increase your credit score, a lot of times you can negotiate those loans and things that you already have that's outstanding. Your mortgages, your car notes, your student loans, all those things that are out there that are charging you, uh, you know, so much money uh, on a percentage wise that if you got your credit right, you can lower some of that stuff down. That can save you thousands, if not tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars over your lifetime. See, that's working hard to save a whole lot, right? To make these permanent moves for your savings, right? So it's not necessarily I'm going to save 50 cents here. I'm going to save 10 cents here. I'm going to spend three hours cutting coupons so I can save $8 on my grocery bill this week. Again, I'm not knocking you forward. But you're working really hard for very little return. That's number one, working hard to save so little. Number two is working hard for hard hours. Right. So a lot of times, many of us, when it's ready, when we know we want to we need to make more money. Right. Or we thinking that our finances are not where they are. We want to go make more money. And the way we know how to make money, we do more of that. So how we've been taught to go make earn money is to go to work, right? Is go find a hourly wage job and go go to work, right? Or if we need more money in those hours, we try to find an hourly wage job that pays us more per hour. And then when we get to the point where we feel like, okay, I don't want to necessarily get another job or try to find another job that pays me more. Maybe I can't find another job that pays me more. Now I'm going to get a second job or I'm going to work more hours, right? So we work hard adding more hours to our work life. And see, this could be a trap. Right. Because a lot of times what happens in these situations is we get a second job or we work more hours. We end up becoming dependent on that second job on those more hours. Right. And I'm not judging here because I'm in, I'm the same guy. Right. I've done it. I do it. I still do it now from time to time. I look up and like, wait a minute. We that money was supposed to go here. We probably could have used that money a little bit better. I, you know, so the game plan is not to just be working hard for more hours to make more money. You want to be working hard. If you're going to work more hours, it has to be temporary. And you want to do what you want to do is focus those hours and the the money earned in those hours to set yourself up so you can have permanent savings, savings of money, uh, but also savings of those hours. You want to set yourself up to where you don't need to have to work those hours anymore. Or if you are working those hours, a lot, a lot of times what I do on my uh, my second job is I'll do business related things. Right. Because in between those hours that they didn't need my uh you know, primary attention at that moment, I go work on other things that can get me better, that can earn me more income, uh, that can give me more knowledge. I do those types of things. So if you're going to be doing that, you want to make sure that you're getting the most out of it. But don't just be working hard, hard, long hours just for the sakes of sake of learning you know, working hard, long hours just to pay your bills, because that is a trap. And you will be end up you will end up just like that hamster stuck in that wheel 
just spinning your wheels, just working real hard and you're not going anywhere. And even worse is you're working real hard. And when you do come home, you're dead tired. Right. So you can't invest in your kids. You can't invest in your wife or your husband. You can't invest in the things that really make you happy. Right. You can't invest in cleaning your house or or just having a place to relax. Everything is always going that 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 weighs on you. Right. And that adds up and it costs you more money down the road in healthcare costs and stress and divorces or child support or whatever the case may be because you weren't there. Right. You were not available because you were grinding. Right. You were working so hard that you forgot why you were working in the first place, which leads me to number three. A lot of times we work too hard on somebody else's dream, right? And let me get this straight. I've said this before and I'll say it again. I'm not against jobs, right? But I am against only having a job, right? Because if you're not working towards your dreams, you should be stuck working for somebody else's dream. And guess where you fall at in their dreams? Nowhere, right? You're just a part. You're just a part of the thing that helps them get to where they need to get to, right? So you take that and you think about what you do. You think about your job as a partnership, as a business partnership, right? Right now, you are partnered up with your employer, right, to provide a service to them. So then they in turn give you income. Now, what you're doing with that income is what matters. What you're doing with the time when you're not on the job is what matters. Are you investing? Are you working hard, not just for their dream? But also for your dream, right? What are you doing to move yourself, move your family, move your legacy towards your dream? If you don't have a dream, you might want to get one, right? Because here's the thing. Life is all about going to the next level, right? Because if you don't go to the next level, if you're comfortable where you are now, right? That's cool, right? But hear, hear me loud, right? Your comfort zone is your broke zone. And you don't want to die in your comfort zone wishing and wondering and hoping that you would have done more in life, right? You don't want to leave this stuff, you know, these these dreams and these these talents and stuff un, unfulfilled. You want to make sure you get your dreams, take your talents that you have, right? And you have talents, right? Everybody's been given talents. We need you to live that out, right? We need you to share your talents with the rest of us. In fact, in church uh, this morning, we was talking about that and we were talking about the parables of the talents. And y'all know me. I've, I've said that, shared that story a bunch. And it's one of my favorites in the Bible. Right. And so what happens is a lot of times people are like the one servant that got the one talent. They're not necessarily just comfortable. Right. They're usually comfortably uncomfortable. But what they really are is they're afraid. They're afraid to take. A step out, right? They're afraid of what other people may say about them. They're afraid of losing. They're afraid of looking silly by going after their dream. So what they do is they just hide their talents, right? Because it's safer that way. It may seem comfortable, but it's this uncomfortable comfortability that kills us every single time. So number three is you're working too hard on somebody else's dream. And maybe it's time to start working on your dream as well. And that leads us to number four. Number four is we work too hard on an 80% that only gives us 20% of the results, right? So what am I talking about? There's this theory out there. There's this idea that uh, they, they call it the Pareto's principle. Some people call it the power law, that 80% of the things that we do uh, or 80% of the results that we get out of life come from 20% of the things that we do, right? So for an example, in business, a lot of times they'll say that 20% of their clients are responsible 
for 80% of their income or 80% of their profits, right? So therefore, the other 80% of the, the their clients that only produce 20%, maybe they should spend less time or less energy on those 80% cl- clients that only produce 20% of their profits, right? And, and spend time with a few that gives them the, be- the bigger, the better results. It's kind of what we've been talking about here, right? Uh, those things... Those few things, right? It's just a few things that gives you 80% of the results. You can see this all around the world, right? In all kinds of areas, right? So uh, if you look at like income inequality, right? 20% of the world population has about 80% of the wealth, right? And vice versa. Uh, 20% of the jobs pay the top 80% of incomes, right? So, but most of us, we are taught and learn how to get the 80% jobs that only makes 20% of the income. Uh, if you think about learning a language, right? Uh, 20% of the words in any language can get you 80% of the way. So if you want to learn a language fast, you focus on the 20% that gives you the most results. One of the things that I do in this show and on my on my on this podcast and how I teach, I'm always focusing on those 20 percent that gives you 80 percent of the game plan. Right. Because if you focus on the 20 percent, you save 80 percent of the time, but you get that 80 percent of the results. I know I'm throwing this 2080 around and it that can get confusing sometimes. But just hear me out. 20 percent. Right. Just a small portion of the whole. Right. If you can just focus on the the most important pieces, the most important pieces will get you the most important results, the biggest gains. Right. But if you try to learn 100 percent of the language before you try to apply it, you will spend a whole lot of time wasted. Right. But if you can get that 20 percent, that 20 percent gets you 80 percent of the way you start having results right away faster in life right and that's the same way we look at money i talk about money uh in in that in that sense right we want to be using 20 percent of our money right to give us 80 percent of our future results so 20 percent of your money however you want to break it down either where you're giving it for your ties whether you're putting it around for savings and opportunity or whether you're investing it eventually in the money misfit game plan 20 to 30 percent of your money is going to make you more money in the future and what will happen is that money will be 80 percent or if not 100 percent of your income that's based on what you start doing today, right? So we see that. Uh, even in our clothes, you can see that most of the times we're only wearing 20% of our wardrobe 80% of the time, right? So this 20-80 rule happens throughout life for whatever reason. I don't know why. It just this is kind of one of those things that work out. And of course, it's not a perfect science, right? But generally, that's how things work. So what you want to do is look through your life, right? Figure out those things that you are doing, Right. That don't belong in that that lower 20 percent, that 20 percent that's producing 80 percent of your results and see if you can outsource that other 80 percent of the task. Right. One of the things that we've done in our house, uh, especially with my wife, you know, my wife stays at home. She raises the children. She runs a business with me. She, you know, all that good stuff. Right. And so she's her time is very precious. Right. So one of the things that she's learned to outsource is the actually going to getting the groceries, right? Because the gr- actually going to and picking out the groceries is one of those things that can take a couple of hours out of her day or out of her week, but it doesn't necessarily yield a whole lot of return. So we've what we've done is had her pick out the groceries and have somebody else bring them there. That saves her several hours a day because it's one of those 80% 
uh, task that don't that only gives you 20 percent of your results. Right. So uh, that's a kind of a real life example. So hopefully that wasn't too confusing on that 80 20 rule. There's a few books out there about that. You can look up Pareto's law if you want to uh, learn more uh, or you know get better understanding of that. But basically the whole gist of it is you want to work on the things that gives you the most results. Right. And those are the things that you focus on. Right. And don't work hard on all the stuff that only gives you 20% of the results, right? You want to work hard on the 20 that gives you 80% of the results, right? And then finally, number five, uh, when we talk about the hard truth of hard work is we work too hard on temporary things. And I can probably sum everything I've talked about up into just this, this one section, right? This number five, right? Working so hard on these temporary things that only gives you temporary results. So what we want to do is like we're talking about our savings. We want to work on things that will give us long-term results forever and ever. So in other words, we want to invest, right? We want to spend our money and our energy on things that will bring us value uh, for the long term, right? And you know how this works and just kind of real life examples, right? I want to invest in good quality food in my for to eat, right? Because I can invest that good quality food for me to eat, then I will, in theory, be healthier, right? I will be able to have more energy, therefore I'll be able to do more, uh, and before I be more productive, I can be happier. Uh, my hormones are probably being level. I don't have to worry about cardiovascular diseases and things like that because I'm focusing, I'm working hard on something that will give me long-term results. Same things with investing, right? We talk a lot about uh, cash flow investing. We talk a lot about that. And what we want to do is work hard on trying to learn how to make your money make you more money, right? Because we don't want to work hard and trying to figure out how to spend our money, right? So if, if we work hard to earn our money just to spend it on stuff that gives us no long-term values, uh, for example, buying new cars every few years, right? It's amazing how much wealth buying new cars every few years eats up, right? Because once you spent that money, that money's gone, right? It's just in a vehicle and you're not going to get that money back, especially with brand new vehicles. Now, I'm not saying don't buy a brand new vehicle, right? We've talked about how you should buy your luxuries before. So, you know me, I'm all for it, right? But if you're taking your hard earned money, right, and you're saving this cash up, Right. Or even if you're just committing your hard earned money that you haven't even earned yet to really high dollar, what do you say, high dollar car notes, you're you're doing it wrong. You're making a mistake. Right. Because what you're doing is you're committing your hard earned earned income and your hard worked hours for something that depreciates in value. That value gets less and less and less instead of value increasing over time. Right. You want to do things that help you increase value over time. We talk about a lot about planting seeds. Right. And the the power of planting seeds. If you plant an apple tree. Right. This apple tree will grow and then produce apples for you. Right. And they will produce apples for you for a long time, as long as that tree is alive. But what if you what if you didn't plant that seed in the first place? Well, you never got the apple tree. So what you got to do is go back to work, earn the money. Right. And buy your own apples. Instead, what you could do is or you can do both. Right. It's, it's never either or you can go to the store and buy your own apples and you can also plant your own apple tree and then have that apple tree producing, you know, 
apples on its own. Right. So you see how you can make the investment. You can make a decision on what to do with the stuff you're working for to give you long term gains. It's real easy when you think about gardening and farming and stuff to really kind of see how this plays out. Uh, it's a little bit more difficult when we looking at our day to day stuff. Right. So a lot of things we look at and it's like, well, I have to buy that because it's a bill or it's a necessity. And a lot of times it's not a necessity. Right. Uh, there's this law. I can't think of the name of it, but I think it's called. Um, I can't think of it right now. But the idea is that a luxury once consumed, right, now becomes a necessity, right? And, we, and we're like that in our house. There's certain places, there's certain ways that we're going to live that, you know, we're just not going back to, right? Uh, <laughs> you know, there's certain cars that we're going to drive. We have certain standards and we're just not going to go back to. These things that we drive now at the time we got them are luxuries. But now they've become necessities. And I don't want to go back. That's kind of how the way we go. And that's how lifestyle creeps up on us. Right. Uh, And we got to be careful of that. But if we can take our energy right, and focus on on those things that pay us back, focus on the things that grow in value over time, then we'll always, always never run out of the good things in our lives because we focus on that stuff. And those are the things we want to work hard on. We ultimately want to work hard on the things that will continuously bring value into our lives over and over and over and and ideally get better and better and better the longer they're around like a good fine wine or a nice chocolate woman <laughs> shout out to my wife i love you baby but anyway that's all i got for today let me stop get off this thing quit being silly I, hopefully that was helpful right Re- quick recap working hard by itself has never been enough maybe it's been enough at one time Right. But in today's world, working hard is not enough. You can work hard on the wrong things and end up on the wrong side. Right. When it's all said and done. So we're not just working hard for the sake of working hard. We want to work hard on the things that matter. So we don't want to work hard on saving too little. We want to work hard on permanent savings. We don't want to work hard long hours just so we can make more money. Right. We want to take those hours and we want to put those towards things that are helping us permanently. We don't want to work too hard on somebody else's dreams. We also want to work on our dreams, right? Uh, I think it was Jim Rome that said, work harder on yourself than you do at your job, and you'll always you'll always be fine, right? So you want to m- make sure you work harder on yourself than you do on your job. The next thing is we want to make sure we focus on those 20% things in our lives that gives us 80% of the results. And you can look around, right? Look around in your wardrobe, look around in your life, look at the tasks that you do, look at the time that you spend on your phone, look at the time you spend on your TV, look at the time you spend in your house. There are some things in your life that you spend 80% of your time on, 80% of your energy on that only give you 20% of the, the results, 20% of the happiness, 20% of the joy, 20% of the entertainment. Look at your TV shows. There may be you know, maybe only 20 percent of the shows that you actually watch give you the 80 percent of the enjoyment you want to you want. Right. So maybe you can gain back 80 percent of your time by cutting out those other shows that you really don't really like anyway. Right. You just kind of just do it just just because it's there. Right. So think about those things in your area in your life that you can focus on, really focus on those 20 percent that give you 80 percent of the results and then do other things uh, with with that time you've saved yourself or money. Right. And then lastly, we want to work hard. We want to stop working hard on temporary things and work hard on things that will give us permanent, increasingly growing value in our lives. And those are the things that we can do that we want to work hard on. You find those things and then you'll be great. Like greatness is just it's just just good to do it. Right. Because at that point, working hard does pay off. Right. And there's no doubt about it. You got to work hard, right? There's no doubt about it. But what I want you to do is make sure you're working hard 
on the right things, those things that give you the big time results. So, again, for the second time, I'm going to get on off this, this microphone. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for helping us get to 99 episodes next week. Episode number 100. Can you believe it? Episode number 100. 100 episodes. And it's also the season finale. So, you know, it's going to be a good one, right? I'm looking forward to it. Hope you are, too. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you. I really do appreciate you. I love you and God bless. MPS. MPS. I said we're talking about money. Money.